0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, make of this time whatever you will it to be, all for your greater glory, O God. Ad majorum de gloriam. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So I really had on my heart today to talk about something that happened a year ago today in St. Louis. For those of you who do not know, There was a woman named Jamie Schmidt. I believe she was in her 50s. She was shot and killed in a Catholic supply store. If I have the story correct, which you can check out in a link below this video, she was in the store. I think she was the only person shopping. There were two other women present. They were working when a man walked in with a gun and Got all of them into a back room and was trying to make all of them do awful, inappropriate things with him. And when he got to Jamie and was directing this gun at her face, Mrs. Schmidt, um, according to eyewitnesses, um, she was said to have said, in the name of God, I will not take my clothes off. He shot her in the head. Um, Also, according to the same eyewitnesses, she was mumbling the words of the Our Father as she lay there in agony on the floor. And she was saying those same words, the prayers, the prayer of the Our Father, the words of the Lord's Prayer, um, the words himself that Jesus gave to us. She was said to be reciting that prayer when she died later that night tragic, awful, um, amazing. This woman, a year ago, this happened November 19th, 2018 in St. Louis, Missouri. This woman is a martyr. This woman died for the faith. Not only that, she died for the sake of purity. She could have done what he wanted And maybe no one would have blamed her. Um, I have no idea what I would do in that situation if somebody had a gun to my head and was trying to get me to do something that I knew was wrong um, or be killed. How do we have any idea how we would react? What an example of courage and strength and beauty. And you guys, I just really wanted to talk about this because I think people have forgotten about it. Or maybe people have never heard about it. And this woman, she has to be a saint. But first, we still need to be praying for her. We need to pray that she is in heaven. But we need to make this woman a saint. She needs to be canonized. Um, In the same article that you'll read below um, from The Wanderer, they were talking about how she would be the first, I believe, first American-born martyr. It would be awesome. Or the first American-born woman martyr. Um, Something like that. Something really cool. And you guys, personally, I just think that our world needs such a good example right now of someone who is willing to do anything for their faith. And this culture that honestly is terrible. This culture that treats God and um, like our bodies and morality and values as no big deal. This woman is a testament to the truth. And that we are called sometimes to give our whole life to Christ and to die for him. Literally. And I hope and pray That I'm not asked to do that. And that you are not asked to do that. And that the people that you know and love aren't asked to do that. But it begs the question, would we be willing to? How far are you willing to go for Christ and to stand up for him? I know that it's not easy. And as much as I love my family and my friends, Even some of them I've had to defend Christ in front of. Even some of them weren't following the truth or weren't living according to the church's teachings. This church that Christ himself has left for us who speaks for Christ. It's not easy. It's not easy to stand up and literally die for the faith. Like I was saying, no idea if I could ever do that. But it's even hard to stand up for the faith when we figuratively are killed, when people hurt us with their words, their actions, when they make us feel less than because of the faith we have in Jesus or for standing up for him. So hard. It hurts so much, but it's so necessary. And so today I wanted to raise a tribute to Jamie Schmidt to call her back to our minds. For those of us who have forgotten or haven't thought about the story in a while, for those of us who have never heard of her, pray for her, please. Mrs. Jamie Schmidt, um, pray for her, pray to her so that God will make her into a great saint so that her death will not have been in vain, that she will be a witness to others for their courage. Lord, we lift up the soul of Jamie Schmidt when we pray that she is in heaven with you. And St. Jamie, we ask you to pray for us. If you are in heaven, we ask that you will help us to have courage like you did, to always stand up for Jesus no matter what. And it was so crazy, you guys, because this morning when I went to Mass, I offered it for her. I offered it for Mrs. Schmidt and was so struck because the first reading from Mass was also about someone being martyred, was also about someone being killed for the faith. And I wanted to share part of that with you. This comes from the second book of Maccabees, chapter six, verses 18 through 31. Also, side note, pretty sure this is one of the seven books of the Bible that Protestants do not have. So that's really sad to me. It's like, why would you take out this book? You're going to lose out on this awesome story. It's about Eleazar. Eleazar, he was one of the foremost scribes. That's what the story starts off by saying. A man of advanced age and noble appearance. They were trying to force him to eat something that, at the time, would not have been Um, or wouldn't have been right for him to eat according to his religion. So they were trying to get him to eat. He was trying, they were trying, sorry, I'm very tired, but I just really felt like God wanted me to share this, so sorry that I can't even speak. They were trying to get Eleazar to eat something that would have gone against his religion. But it said that he would rather have died than do that. And so that's what he told them. And it says that apparently even some of the people in charge had known him for a long time. And so they pulled him off to the side. They're like, okay, okay, hang on. We'll, We'll talk to him. They pull him off to the side and they're like, dude, look, we don't want you to die. So can you just like go home, get some food from your house, bring it. We'll pretend like it's what we're trying to get you to eat. You can eat it. It'll be fine. Like. People will think you did it, but you'll know in your heart that you didn't. And then you can not die. Win-win, right? Um, And he looked at them, and he was just like, no. Because, one, not only am I going to set a bad example for the young people, which I thought it was really cool that he said that specifically. He said that he did not want how did it say it? Sorry. He said, many young people would think the 90-year-old Eleazar had gone over to an alien religion. I think that's so cool that he was literally talking about the young people and how if he ended up eating what was supposedly the wrong thing, even if he knew it wasn't, even if he told him later it wasn't, the fact that he would be giving a bad example for them He was like, I can't do that. I can't risk anyone thinking that I did this and that it's okay because I don't want anybody to do the wrong thing. He said, should I thus pretend for the sake of a brief moment of life, they would be led astray by me while I would bring shame and dishonor on my old age. Even if for the time being, I avoid the punishment of men, I shall never whether dead or alive, escape the hands of the Almighty. Therefore, by manfully giving up my life now, I will prove myself worthy of my old age and I will leave to the young a noble example of how to die willingly and generously for the revered and holy laws. What? Like, oh my gosh. How awesome is that? He was like, I know that my life is a passing thing. I'm not going to do this just for the sake of living a little bit longer when I know that I'm going to die anyway. I'm going to die one day. Why would I not just die today knowing full well that when I die, I'm going to have to answer to God. And I want to be able to go before God saying, hey, look, I stood up for you. Like, I did not think this life was better than heaven. And so I was willing to give that up in order to do the right thing. I was willing to do that for the sake of the young people and for the laws that I know to be true. And what's so interesting is it says that right after that, the people that were being nice to him a few minutes before, who had pulled him off to the side and were like, hey dude, we don't want you to die, Like, help us out. It said, those who shortly before had been kindly disposed now became hostile toward him. How true is that in our lives? How true is it that sometimes we'll be talking with someone or we might be friends with someone or we might even have a family member who it seems like Things are fine and like we're good and we have a good relationship and then all of a sudden we start talking about Jesus. Like maybe I bring up Jesus or maybe I bring up a teaching of the church or something that not everyone agrees with and how fast do people turn on us sometimes just like they did for Jesus, just like they did for Eleazar. When the minute that Jesus is brought into the picture. People become hostile and they don't want to hear it. So they start beating him to death. It said when he was about to die under the blows, he groaned and said, the Lord in his holy knowledge knows full well that although I could have escaped death, I'm not only enduring terrible pain in my body from this scourging, but also suffering it with joy in my soul because of my devotion to him. I'm not only enduring terrible pain in my body from this scourging, but also suffering it with joy in my soul because of my devotion to him. I don't know about you, but I cannot imagine being beaten to death and having joy when that happens. I've never been physically hurt because of my faith, but I've had people make fun of me. I've had people hurt me really deeply with things they've said to me um, that go against the faith. And that hurts. And in those situations, I don't usually feel joyful. But to see that there is this greater calling to holiness, this greater calling to suffer with joy. And we talk a lot about having joy in hope on this channel. And that is exactly what Eliezer was doing. He was able to have joy as he was being murdered because he knew That he was going to heaven. He had that hope in heaven. And he knew that what he was going through was going to end soon. And that it was going to be worth it. As we see by the end of this story. The last sentence says. This is how he died. Leaving in his death a model of courage. And an unforgettable example of virtue. Not only for the young. But for the whole nation. And you guys. I think that this is exactly what Jamie Schmidt's death testifies to. That she knew that she could give in to this guy. Um, that she could give in to save her life. She had a husband. She had children. And I'm sure that she had several other family members and friends that she did not want to leave. That she didn't want to die. But she knew that her life was ultimately for God and that she could not give in to what this, this evil person was asking her to do. And so rather than save her life for the sake of however many years she would have lived after that, she was willing to give it up. I would say as an example for everyone, everyone, Maybe in the moment all she was thinking about was for God. But just like this story with Eleazar, her story is a witness to young people, a witness to me, a witness to you, a witness of all of us who don't really know what God is asking us to do with our lives, but who know that we need to stand up, that we need to have courage, and we need to not be afraid to talk about Christ in our classrooms, in our friend circles, in our families, in our businesses or our jobs, that we are called to have courage, like Jamie, like Eliezer. And her example is not only for us to stand up, to be not afraid, as St. John Paul II always said, but have that courage and that her witness also extends to our whole country. That we need to stop tolerating everyone and thinking that it's okay for this person to believe that thing if that's what they wanna believe. No, the truth does not change just because you or I don't like it. Is it true that mosquitoes exist? Yes. Do I hate them? Yes. I can't change the fact that mosquitoes are true and that they exist. I can't, it doesn't depend on me at all. Two plus two is four. It's four in America, it's four in Germany, it's four in anywhere in the world that you go because it's the truth. I don't care what two plus two is, but it's still four and it's still true no matter what. That's the nature of the truth. Whether or not I care or have an opinion on it, truth is truth. And religion is not something that can be made up. And it is not something that we all get to decide for ourselves. So whether or not we like a certain teaching, whether or not we say we believe that God is real, doesn't change the fact that he is it doesn't two plus two is four mosquitoes exist God is real whether we believe that or not whether you believe that or not whether your parents or best friend believe that or not it is it is true and he is real and a really good resource that I would love to direct you to in that regard is the book or the new Netflix movie, The Case for Christ, which is literally based on a true story of a man who sought out to prove that God was not real. He said he was an atheist. He said that he didn't believe in God. He said God wasn't real. It wasn't logical. He called himself a man of science. Set out to prove that God wasn't real. Couldn't do it. Worth seeing. God is real. And it's about time that we started standing up for him. And if Eleazar, and if Mrs. Jamie Schmidt could do that to the point of death where they could die in hope and even joy in that hope, knowing that heaven was on the other side of that terrible pain and that terrible event, let us take that message to heart today and that know, no matter what happens to us, Or how much we get made fun of. God is always on our side. And the truth is always on our side. And there is nothing that can or will ever change that. The last random thought I had on my heart to share with you today. Was something a friend and I have been talking about this week. We've been talking a lot about the pro-life movement. And I've been watching a lot of different YouTube videos on pro-life groups that will go to college campuses in particular, and they might just stand there with a pro-life banner, um, or they might even go and give a pro-life talk, um, a talk about life at a college, and it is crazy to see how people who don't believe that react. More often than not, when you watch these videos, the people who speak against the pro-life movement are angry, they start screaming, they start yelling, they start swearing and cussing up a storm, they spit. Sometimes they will spit at the pro-life people. I just watched a video about this yesterday and sent it to the friend that I've been talking about all this with. They were spitting at those people. And do you know what that made me think of? Jesus. Jesus, on the way to Calvary, was being spit at. He was being beaten. He was killed. And that's exactly what's happening to so many of these pro-life groups across the country. They're being spit at. They're being made fun of. They're being cussed out and sometimes beaten for no reason, Eleazar was beaten to death. Mrs. Schmidt was shot to death. If anything, we can find peace in knowing that if God himself was killed for the truth, when we are made fun of or hurt because of standing up for the truth, That shows that we are right. That shows that God is real. Because if what happened to him is happening to us, there's no way that that can be a coincidence. Jesus said, take up his cross and follow me. May we have the courage and the strength, Lord Jesus, to do that. Even to the point of death, if you will it. St. John Paul II, pray for us. Help us not to be afraid. Saint Eleazar, please pray for us. Help us not to be afraid. Lord, we pray that Mrs. Jamie Schmidt is in heaven with you and that if she is, Saint Jamie, please pray for us that we may have the courage to stand up for the truth no matter what. No matter what. In your name, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Um, I wanted to take a second to say thank you for all of you who have subscribed to this channel. If you feel like you've been growing closer to God as a result, oh, praise God, that makes me so happy. That is my dream. That is my dream for this channel. That's all I want it to be, all that I think God wants it to be. Um, Please feel free to comment. On the videos, comment on parts that you enjoyed, parts that stuck out to you, part that parts that you might want to hear more about. Please feel free to post or comment anything that you would like to see or that you would like to have talked about in the future. Please like these videos. Please subscribe if you feel called to do so, to share them with your friends and your family if you feel like it would be helpful or beneficial to them. But honestly, just thank you. Just thank you. In the spirit of thanksgiving, since that's coming up next week, I'm very grateful for God letting me do this. Very grateful to him. For those of you who have subscribed, for anyone who's liked a video, it's little things like that that really are the big things and that mean a lot. So thank you. God bless and see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast. We seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing joy and hope full time, bringing you the inspiring, creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.